Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's go. Let's get this bad episode off, off and running. I mean, nothing happened. It was just a, it was a bad episode, throwaway episode to basically get people to watch their new show, whatever that show it was afterwards. That's what this. That's what this was about. One million thousand percent. More. <laughs> what a bad episode. All right. Welcome to Rosecast. We'll just include that. <laughs> uh, we're here to. We're here to recap the worst episode. Ab, where would you rank this week's episode on in, among the worst that you've ever seen? On the <laughs> ABC, we know what the fuck you're doing, and we we don't play that. No. You're trying to get us loyal loyal fans. You know we're gonna be there. Now you're trying to get us to watch this show that you really want us to watch afterwards. I don't even know what it's called. I don't fuck with it. I'm not. I don't play that. You don't fuck with that show. I didn't watch it. Won't do it. Hmm. Didn't expect that. I expected you're the lame dad ass to watch the shit out of that. No, because usually my Mondays are completely wrapped up in bachelor, so it's nice having a nice little extra time to do whatever I wanted on Monday. I did. Do you want to first before we talk about the episode? Do you want to talk about what we did instead of watching this <laughs> episode of The Bachelor? I checked out some Planet Earth uh, on ah, BBC nice. America. Planet Earth Two it was pretty tight. Uh, yeah, I, uh, just relax. I just had a nice relaxing Monday. I had a very relaxing night uh i sat down i had some ice cream uh and <laughs> i watched tiny house hunters you ever seen that oh yeah that's on the tv at uh at my work all the time in the break room nice i'm a big tiny house hunters is fine huge tiny house hunter guy i'm a big tiny house hunters guy because the best part about that show and we could just do a whole show about tiny <laughs> yeah. house hunters, is the people are the worst to the uh to the realtors yeah. They're like getting all pissed because the, the the stuff isn't good enough in this tiny house. They're like, oh, this fucking kitchen isn't big enough. Well, okay. You want to live in a 150 square foot house? You can't have everything you're asking for. Just get a regular house then. As a former real estate agent, A.B., I, can, I, I know of which you speak. And people, <laughs> people are generally disgusted with real houses. And there's never enough for them in real houses. The people in the tiny house... What's going through your mind? You, you, you I mean, this, you chose to live in a tiny house. <laughs> anyway, again, welcome to the Rosecast. This is actually a Bachelor Recap podcast, the fastest growing 
Bachelor Recap Podcast hosted by an interracial male duo in the Midwest. We appreciate you listening. A lot of facts and figures I've been throwing out there lately that I stand by. I don't have them to back it up, <laughs> but I stand by them. I'm saying I'm saying by shy them. away from them, and they come up every episode. Let's talk about this episode. Let's just right. get this over with. <laughs> three things happened. I have three sections of my notes. I didn't even organize them. I That's how little I cared about this episode. I'm so out on this episode. <laughs> A.B., let's talk a little bit about what do you got in this Andy Dorfman cock tease of a segment <laughs> from last episode. That's what I'll call it. It's unfair. And again, we Andy see Dorfman you, ABC. Shows up uh, back into the onto the stage, you know, the reality TV stage. You think she's making a play for some Bachelor in Paradise? You know, single ready to mingle rim. She's ready. Now, wh- well, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know her. Do you think she's that kind of girl? <sighs> you know, I don't. I don't know why she'd be coming on this show. Like, her and Nick aren't pals. 50K, She wrote a tell-all book about Nick. Nick said probably the worst possible thing at the the Men Tell All segment, um, or the reunion part of the, of his season with her. And they hate each other. He's, she's not, she didn't, she was obviously asked to come on by The Bachelor to spice up this season. That's, that's all that was. She couldn't, I'll tell you, as an outsider, I'll tell you why she came back. Big fat check, A.B. Ever heard of money? Cash rolls everything <laughs> around me. Get the green, Andy Andy Dorfman. I can um, see her going on Bachelor in Paradise, though, after No this. way. You don't go from being the Bachelorette to Bachelor in Paradise. Um, It's happened. That's the penthouse to the, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? Probably a bachelor, though. Scum, scuzzbag. Yeah. Hey, you've had a, you've had a couple, you've had a couple Bachelorette contestants. That have been on like Josh Murray and uh, and Nick that made it that made it far. You're saying Josh won his season of The Bachelorette and then was also on Bachelor in Paradise. Nick came in second twice and then was on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm sure there's been like a Bachelor or Bachelorette actual the actual person that's been on. I don't know for sure because I don't watch that much of Bachelor in Paradise. That that's how you know whoever the people are that you just listed. That's how you know they have no skills outside of this. If you <laughs> if you get second on the Bachelor, you win the Bachelor, Bachelorette, excuse me, and don't end up with the person, and then you go on Bachelor in Paradise. Like you should be better than that, my man. Just my <laughs> just one man's opinion. Who would love to be on Bachelor in Paradise? All right, <laughs> uh, uh, Ab. So there was another. Not only do we have this regular Andy fake out. But we have an even we have a commercial fake out in which Nick, after the first segment, pretends like he might not end up with any of them. Oh, I'm dumping two. Maybe I'll dump thirty girls. You never know. <laughs> Stay tuned. And then it was immediate that that thought was immediately extinguished as soon as they came back from the break. Oh, of course. Yeah, he basically says he just he's not going to force, you know, getting engaged because of being on The Bachelor. He's not going to force that. Which who gives a shit, Nick? Yeah, nobody cares about you. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy the size of Nick's drink. So as soon as she walks in, I need a drink. How about you? Obviously, Nick turns to the alcohol to get through any problems he has in life <laughs> or any tough conversations. And he pours a gigantic glass of whiskey rim. Do you think he knew she was coming? No. His reaction, it was like, oh, hey, Andy. Or is he just too dumb to be surprised by I think he's too dumb to be surprised. And too drunk, frankly. Too drunk, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was alone, so you know he'd been drinking. Um, (laughs) 
Hey, these two had a really good. I think these two had a pretty good chemistry. Did that? Were they always? I mean, they're a great couple. They're the best couple on this show. Is great Andy couple. and Nick? <laughs> great couple. Uh, is it? Has Andy always been that crass? Some of the questions she was asking She's... are kind of not repeatable. <laughs> she she is a badass girl. I mean, she she was the one on Juan Pablo season, the biggest douchebag. Besides Nick and Bachelor history, obviously. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Also, shout out to AB for c- pronouncing Juan with like the, <laughs> the Spanish accent. <laughs> she was on his season and she's the one who stood up to him and basically called him out for being a douchebag to everybody and ripped him to shreds and solidified herself as a bachelor or a bachelorette on that season, on Juan Pablo's season. So she's always been a badass chick. I think she was like a lawyer. Let's run back a clip of Juan Pablo AB just for the the newer people out there. It's okay. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I'm here with the same. And it's good that you tell me how you feel. And if you don't think it's me, it's, it's okay. You know, I respect but you 100%. It shouldn't just be okay. It's not okay. Like, I know that I didn't leave behind a child. But like, I left mm-hmm. behind family and friends mm-hmm. and a job and I missed weddings, I missed things, and, and I did that all willingly. Yes. But because of all that, and because of the mm-hmm. fact that I really have put myself out there, mm-hmm. it's not okay. Like this, when you say it's okay, that bothers me. Because but it makes I don't want you, I, I don't want you to be bothered. I want you to understand that I cannot force you to feel something for me. That guy, I, that's hard to believe. I mean, you think Nick is bad. That guy, <laughs> unfathomably bad bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to remember, Rim, he didn't speak that good of English to begin with. So it kind of, it was like a language barrier and he's a douchebag and it just wasn't a good situation there. I feel like a language barrier should be kind of a deal breaker for <laughs> I mean, being the Bachelor. He's, he's the star of the show. He is the one that makes or breaks the show. Why would he be chosen? <laughs> it's okay, AB. All right, AB, uh, you knew this episode is about to be on some BS when they came with two commercial breaks before the rose ceremony. <laughs> some awesome. And they play that clip of that show that they're wanting you to stick around to watch. I'm out. Not only that, AB, but they revealed before the rose ceremony, one of the commercial bumpers was Raven talking to Nick in Finland. So she obviously made it out. I mean, how many more, how many more times are they going to pull out the rug? Are they going to take the drama out of this show before we say enough, ABC, enough? What are they doing? What are these producers doing? I feel like I'm in a pulpit right now. <laughs> Poor Chris Harrison out here in the cold has to come out and announce the final rose in the cold. <laughs> it's breezy. His skin's tightening up a little bit. It's not as supple as it usually is. <laughs> Poor guy. He has to talk to these girls and walk them to the to the rose ceremony. Is it, I mean, I haven't seen him talk to any of these women this ep, this season. Exactly so. like they're all friends. <laughs> yeah, they hug. They hugged him and Vanessa hugged, which makes me wonder if they had something going on on the side because well, there's no on camera interaction between any, Chris <laughs> and any of these people. What do you got on the rose ceremony, AB? Were you surprised by the, any of the roses or the result of who's going home? I'm telling you what, Rim. This was. I didn't know where this was headed. I had no clue. First of all, you have you have the whole Rachel cliffhanger just sitting there, 
like a fucking dump in the middle of the room that <laughs> no one wants to talk dump. about. Like <laughs> a big smelly dump in the middle <laughs> the of the dog room. Dog took a dump. Yep. Win is Rachel. I'm starting to to think genuinely she's going to win this season. The longer she stays on, the more likely that becomes. Yeah. We because if she like we said, if she she's made it to the final three. Yeah. If she makes it to the final two, she has to win. Otherwise, there's nothing surprising about the final episode of The Bachelor, which is which would be an insane decision by them to not have a surprising aspect of that. So agreed. I I didn't know who was going to be going home. I thought it was probably going to be Raven. Even though I've been a big Raven supporter this entire time, yeah, I didn't think she was making it out of this. When it came down to Vanessa and Corinne, I actually thought it was going to be Vanessa going home. Maybe because there's a there's a school of thought that Nick is probably scared of how much of an adult Vanessa is, even though she's seven years younger than him, and he probably <laughs> wanted to avoid he probably wanted to avoid the real talk that Vanessa kind of brings to him sometimes. Um, but in the end, Corinne went home. Which I found to be surprising. Uh, yeah. What did you think about Cor- Corinne going home? I mean, I would have put her third least likely to go home. I thought sense. she was a lock, especially for the fantasy suites. Come on. I mean, I don't want to say anything weird, but yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> given that these two, given these two's relationships, the whipped cream incident, I the mean, bouncy house. People, for, yeah, the bouncy house. The, the a lot of, people a lot forget of she was in a leading. trench coat. I mean, <laughs> things led up to this. The, the fantasy suite. All things pointed to that. It makes me wonder if they've already had a fantasy suite situation, an unofficial fantasy suite. Maybe that moment in the hotel, they did some clever editing to make it seem like nothing yeah. really happened. Who knows? No, no. What do you think about uh, Corinne's coat? Uh, oh, the Corella DeVille coat? The jacket? <laughs> I call it a player hater's ball coat <laughs> <laughs> from the Chappelle show. <laughs> First off, I would like to thank God Almighty for giving everybody so much and me so little. No one got that. Let's just all agree that no one who listens to this remembers the 2003 skit from no. the Chappelle show. No, not at uh, all. But anyway, yeah, the player hires ball coat, maybe Corella DeVille. It was, a, it was a good, it was a smart play. It was freezing outside, yep. and it was stylish. It's I'm very in, I'm stylish. I'm in on the coat. Now that we've seen Corinne at home, I understand her style choices more, and for her, that's pretty tame. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, pro, that, I'm pro that coat. What did you think about the authenticity of her departure, though? There's there's two mixed mixed uh, thoughts here. You know, I talked to a lot of people, and I agree. It's a lot of mixed. Some people thought it was completely fake. Some people felt bad for her. I was on the. You know me, Mister Corinne. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Corinne. <laughs> I uh, I I thought it was I thought it was genuine for the most part. I also thought it was very genuine. I thought it was because good. I don't. Corinne doesn't have. Watch me now. The emotional intelligence to <laughs> like take the situation and make it her own and turn it into like she. I don't. She doesn't seem like she would put on a show like this. Like she yeah. to me has her and Nick have always seemed like a sixteen-year-old couple from the the dirty talk basically and the making <laughs> out and the food. The, the I love you in the food court. Yep. It it's it just seems to me like sixteen-year-old Corinne thought she her and nick really were meant for one another i agree so truly heartbroken i think she was heartbroken 
genuinely heartbroken. <laughs> now the the ending was a little okay when she went to sleep. sleep that was on. a little. I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm done. I'm going to sleep. All <laughs> right. That made me wonder if she's really putting on a show. But for the most part, yeah, I thought it was genuine, really genuine heartbreak, and I felt bad. I agree. Hey, uh, how how quickly do you think uh, Mr. Olympios has Nick killed? <laughs> do you think this show's even over by that time, or do you think you think he's going to be in like one of the fantasy suites waiting for him? Then <laughs> pop open a door and Mr. Olympios is sitting there in a in a dark room. Here's what's going to happen. He, you ever seen Uncle Buck? I have not. though. No. <laughs> okay. Well, there's shit. Well, there's this if. There's a scene in Uncle Buck, and I'll probably splice in the audio here, but John Candy <laughs> is, like, babysitting for this family. I forgot why, but he's doing it for an extended period of time, and he, like, finds out that one of the girls in the family uh, went to a party, and he told her she couldn't go. I'm making most of this up, but then he finds out she's at this party. So, Uncle Buck, big John Candy, and a big, you got to check out Uncle Buck, baby. <laughs> You gotta check out Uncle Buck. So Big John Candy in a big like trench coat goes to this high school party and there's drugs and alcohol and all this stuff and he's like shoving kids out of the way and he goes up to like the makeout room at this high school party and he's knocking on the door and his the girl is in there with this guy and they're getting hot and heavy. So Uncle Buck takes a big ass drill, a long drill bit. (laughs) You could learn a little something from Uncle Buck about being a dad of a daughter. Takes a long drill bit and drills through the door handle and like <laughs> kicks the door down and when the door comes down there's big john candy holding the huge drill going and smoking a cigar <laughs> so that's what mr olympios is gonna do okay dur- okay during a fantasy i picture i see i pictured like more you know godfather style um okay. maybe a horse head in one of the fantasy suite beds <laughs> just to let him know what's going on He'll maybe poison. He might poison him. Another option is he will pay like a boat driver to like flip Nick off a boat if they're on a date with yep. another girl, mm-hmm. something like that. A lot of different ways Mr. Olympios could have Nick murdered. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, AB, we have three people left with Corinne gone. Three beautiful talented strong women shout out to james winston we got raven vanessa and rachel now let me just do a quick eliminations rachel's not gonna win because she's the bachelorette maybe now let's just take that let's just take that at face value let's just assume she's not gonna win because she's the bachelorette raven's not going to win because um i don't know why i mean 
she's not as pretty as Vanessa. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, in my eyes, it's got to be Vanessa. Now, make a counter-argument against that. Try to convince me that it can be Raven, because it can't be Rachel. Explain to me why people think Vanessa and Nick, like, why she has been the front-runner this whole time. Besides that she may be the best person, she, I don't see any connection between these two. So let's uh, let's let's put a rule on this conversation. Okay. We t- we talked last week a lot in hometowns that Nick can't talk about any of these women without first jumping to their beauty or specific body parts in some cases. Yep. So if you're going to say Rim why why is Vanessa the front runner and don't mention her looks, here's my answer. Folks, that's a dead silence. There is no, <laughs> there is no answer. I'm not going to make an argument for the connection. I'm not going to make an argument because he wants to be rich. I mean, he sent home his, like, I don't have to work anymore option in Corinne. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't make an argument. I can't make an argument for any of these women. And I don't think he could either. I'm just saying, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to win the bachelorette, who fits that mold? And that mold is Vanessa. Not the girl from Hoxie, Arkansas. I don't know. I think we'll touch on it more, but I, I've been saying it. Run the tapes, Rim. I've been saying these two have the best conversations out of anybody, and it continued on their on their fantasy suite. They have the best Let's, conversations. Well, the fantasy suite hasn't even happened yet, AB. People forget this episode suite, was her, only an hour. Her, her date, her one-on-one date prior to the fantasy suite. Let's trudge to the finish line, AB. Thanks for listening to the Rosecast. Most episodes are really good. I don't know. It seems like it seems like we did a lot, a lot of Uncle Buck talk. This, so far. this one isn't our fault. No, we it's didn't not. Have enough, didn't have enough content to work off of. No, no. My brother asked me. He's like, "So is the is the Rosecast going to be any good this week?" And I just flat out said, "Like, no. There's no way we could have a good episode. <laughs> they didn't have anything. I I think I took a page and a half of notes. And normally I take six pages of notes. It's a consistent six yep. page." Six of pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Finland, AB. Looks pretty cool. Convince, I mean, this is what inspired me to check out Planet Earth. Pretty cool. Pretty cool scenes out there in the mountains <laughs> and the snow. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. They fly around. They go to a pub. They run into some Finnish folks who want to play darts. That guy, you want to talk about being drunk. Nick probably felt <laughs> sober around the, compared to those guys. I'm a professional darts player. Give me the darts. <laughs> So, what did you think of the conversation in the pub? It was one of the first real life conversations I've heard on this entire season. The I first think so one, too. first one that felt like these two are actually trying to figure out some stuff about each other and are genuinely interested in what the other's saying. And I don't get that from Nick most of the time. He's not trying to hear what any of these people are saying. He said something about he he's really good at ironing and he's not he's good at cooking he's good at ironing but what's the thing not taking out the trash or something? Uh, folding clothes. Okay, folding clothes. Well, did taking out the trash come up at all? No. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I brought that up. Just like PSA, taking out the trash is like by far the easiest of household chores. <laughs> so I don't know why that's ever an issue. Just like drag the thing out just there, take it the out curb, there. and walk it back in. Yeah, what's but think just little things like that. Number one. Good to see that progress, AB. But that's day, that's night one stuff. That yeah. conversation should have happened with all 30 women on the first night. I mean, congrats. You're only getting a pat on the back because the bar is so low for you, Nick. It was, it was effortless conversation, though. It wasn't forced like a lot of it's other true. conversations feel like with him. 
I, I I put down. I, is Raven gonna win this damn thing out of nowhere? The, one of the most shocking wins of all time. Who would have said? Who would have said night one? I mean, Raven. What, what were the odds that the girl, the down south Buck Wild girl Raven, would win the <laughs> batch? Would even be here right now? Minus minus twenty thousand. <laughs> for all you for all, for for the seg for our segment of listeners that are love the bachelor and are also hardcore betters um <laughs> minus 20,000 uh ab so raven was really open about what the fantasy suites were all about mm-hmm. what making it this far was all about almost uncomfortably so this whole episode was like that andy started it off in the beginning just talking all about yeah. all about what i mean it's abc reaching it's ABC playing to the least common denominator and getting edgy and raunchy to make up for the fact that The Bachelor puts people to sleep. And <laughs> and we and we know that one third of the contestants is the next Bachelorette already. So I think that I think that was a concerted play by them to say we need to juice this up to keep the eyes on the screen. We all knew what has what happens in the fantasy suite room. We all know. They're not, it's not called the low expectation suite. No, it's a fantasy suite. But that being said, I was put off by all the talk during this episode. I was offended. I did not like it. I prefer my fantasy suites to be under the table and I don't want to hear about it. No, no. Let's, you know, the, they're, rev- they're leaving less and less to the imagination here, AB. I want, I want to imagine true love happening in yeah. these fantasy suites, not like specific acts that Raven <laughs> discussed. <laughs> We're a little, it went a little too far. AB, did you feel like after Nick had some shots, Nick and Raven had some shots and they were getting pretty drizz at the bar, I, it felt kind of like, it felt kind of like Nick was like pressuring her in a way that didn't make me that I wasn't okay with. She's like, I'm really nervous. And he like grabs her knees and he's like, you don't have to be nervous. It's like, okay. whoa, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, AB from the sketchy bar with a knockoff dartboard probably doesn't have a liquor license uh, in rural Finland. Let's go to this cabin. What do you got on this cabin? Most romantic setting is beautiful breathtaking gorgeous how about the northern lights the northern lights windows yeah yeah i'm in on that i i was uh i wasn't in on them going to a non-tropical place at first Mm -hmm. usually Mm -hmm. these fantasy suites are on a tropical island like some beautiful uh you know place where they go swimming and scuba diving and shit like that We've, we've been on islands for too long. Yeah. Though. We've been on too many islands. I was still skeptical about going to this cold-ass place for the fantasy suites, but so far, this place is breathtaking. Yeah. They they did the lighting right. A little underrated. The most underrated thing, AB, in life, folks, if you're out there listening, lighting. There's nothing, <laughs> more, there's nothing more important than lighting, whether it's a scene in The Bachelor or a restaurant or your personal workspace at home. It's you gotta have good lighting. You can't just have tube lights going on all the time. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work for you. You're right. Anyway, you're right. Let's go to the conversation they have in this whatever it is, this cabin. Uh, what do you? Uh, if you were to guess, what do you think the first thing Nick would say in a one-on-one dinner dinner date after they spend all day together? What do you think? Well, there's a couple things he would say. Either he would compliment them in a creepy way. Or he would ask them about how they liked that part of the date. 
that just ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it's one of those two ding, ding, ding. did you have fun today did you have fun today uh what are they gonna say no <laughs> and uh after also she says yes kind of no you didn't do, we didn't do it <laughs> came all the way to finland to go to a dive bar <laughs> Yeah, probably I'd consider that a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I wasn't expecting to do this right now. What was your favorite part? Oh, all of it. <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic Nick. Just really d- diving deep, just peeling the layers of the onion and getting down to the core of who these women are. How's it going? <laughs> How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, AB, Raven reveals a couple secrets that uh, I'm uncomfortable discussing. <laughs> both... <laughs> both both because I feel like there are some people I feel like I, family members listen and <laughs> I, I'm uncomfortable discussing this with you as my best yeah, my best closest yeah, friend yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about it I, don't, I mean we're two guys that went to Fifty Shades of Grey in the theaters together just the two of us but and this I is don't too feel, much I don't, this is too I don't much. like what Raven was <laughs> number one so I'll start with the part that doesn't really matter. She says she's never said I love you to another person, even though she's dated someone for two years. The guy that she busted in on, she never told him she loved him. She then tells Nick that she loves him, which like changes that I love it like times 10 that I love you that she's given to him. That's a big time. I love you right there. Yeah, that's, that's the first like, time ever. That's- that's like I've never dunked before, and then I jam on you <laughs> out of nowhere. You'd be like, "Whoa, oh shit!" Only the opposite. <laughs> so she never told this boyfriend of hers, Jethro, that <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm from Arkansas. I can say it, <laughs> Jethro. Jethro. <laughs> it's true. Listen, man, that was almost my middle name. I swear to God, that was almost my middle name. My my dad wanted to name my sister Agnes. I'm pretty oh, sure. Or no, 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 Angus. Oh, Angus. Like if, if my oldest, Angus. If my beef. yes, yes. If my oldest sister was a boy, she, he would be named Angus Kennedy. That's wow. a fact. Wow. Right? Sh- shout out to the South. Raven mentions that she's never said I love you to anyone, mm-hmm. but her ex boyfriend, her only ex boyfriend. Used to say it all the time when they were drunk. Yeah. Kind of awkward. I imagine that became a point of contention in the relationship. How old is How old is Raven? 19? <laughs> I, I think she's 24, 25. Same, about the same age as Corinne. That everyone thought was way too young for Nick. Now, I don't know why there's not an issue with Raven. Well, she acts a lot older. She does. Period. She's a, she, But she's a business owner as well, just like Corinne. Well... I feel like Raven like borrowed fifty dollars from the the main banks in town, the town <laughs> bank, and like grew that into a thriving business. Corinne has probably lost tens of millions of dollars <laughs> selling asphalt for asphalt what cover protectant? It's for, gar- yeah, it's garage covering. Garage? Yeah, garage flooring. Can't believe that's a multi million dollar business. Okay, just saying. It I mean, is. I believe it. Mr. Olympias. We saw her lifestyle. We know it is, but it's just kind of crazy to me that this it's glorified paint, okay? <laughs> Spe- specific to a floor. Um, where were we, AB? Anyway, so that probably didn't go so well when Corinne had a boyfriend tell her over and over that he loved her, but only when he was drunk. Not only did she drag this guy through the mud by by complaining about the his lack of appropriate love sharing. Mm-hmm. She ripped him for his lack of satisfactory love making. Listen, <laughs> turn the, plug your ears. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. The state of American network TV is 
unacceptable for families. <laughs> this is during the seven to eight slot room. <laughs> seven to eight Jesus slot. Christ. Good Lord. Seven to eight. I mean, the news just ended. Okay. <laughs> Relax, anyway, people. So what do you got on this? I, I don't want to have anything. On I this, just felt frankly. bad for the guy. He's at home, probably watching this with his buddies. You know, he's kind of he knows this girl. There's probably they probably do it in the big, you know, in Hoaxy, two thousand people. They probably watch it down in Town Square with everyone there and everyone he knows in town. He's got to move. He's got to move. That's the biggest thing, man. He's got to move. He's got to move. It would be one thing if you're from a big city. It, yeah. Like take take Raven and her ex boyfriend, put them in a big city. Then only the no people their their group of friends who knows them will be like, "Damn, Raven's dragging this guy through the mud." Shit. In Hoaxy, Arkansas, an entire county <laughs> knows who you are and what she didn't like about you. It's a must move situation for Jethro. That might not be enough, enough baby. He's got to change his name. He's got to <laughs> he's got to start a new life. He can't talk to anyone in Hoaxy ever again. Imagine watching that. Imagine watching that AB. Listen, Raven's a sweetheart, but that was a real that was a that was a mean ass girl move. That was a gully move, AB. Yeah, I didn't that like that shit one, was petty. That was really petty and didn't need to be said <laughs> Did on not camera. Not need to be said. <laughs> Listen, they pressured her. I blame the producers. Raven doesn't. Raven's not that type of girl to be to say those things. Golly, God, I feel dirty. I feel really dirty. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything you got? Anything else on Raven? I hope. I hope not. I hope you have no other topics of discussion. The one other interesting part when she's telling when she's telling him um, that she loves him. She does the, this is before all the dirt and grime of the episode. So she's just <laughs> telling him about how she's never said I love you before because she didn't know these type of feelings that uh, she has now could even existed. And she thought he was going to be a great partner and a great dad. I Whoa. might be too well, old to be a dad now. He's I don't, too old. He's flat don't, out too old to be a dad. Flat out. I mean, that's not part of the equation at this point. <laughs> but anyways, and then she tells him I love or I love you, Nick. And Nick says that that was one of the best <laughs> proclamations so of love that anyone has ever given to me. No, he said it's like that I've ever heard. That I've ever heard. implied. But also he then said not even not even just talking about people that said it to me. Like oh. all these people have said it to me in my life and that was the best one, Raven. You, <laughs> like, you're like the, you're definitely a top people. 20. Yeah. Why do you have to spoil every single moment, <laughs> Nick, in the season? He does. You spoil does. it. <laughs> He ruins it. He ruins every moment, A.B. There's never a moment that's better because he's no. involved. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he can't help himself. He can't. It's just like when Vanessa said it. He was like, well, listen, a bunch of other girls said this, too. Thank you, by the way. But just <laughs> FYI, everyone else is into me. And uh, people have been into me on this show for a long time. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, should we get up? Who leaves the tip? Do you want to leave the tip? <laughs> All right. Well, nowhere else to go other than coming up next on The Bachelor, A.B., uh, looks like another looks like another barn burner of an episode we got here. Thanks, ABC. Listen, um, Rim, they're gonna make up for this one hour this bullshit debacle. Through. This was, <laughs> yeah, this, this was a debacle, debacle of an episode. <laughs> debacle is the appropriate word. Abs. I mean, you set your week around Bachelor. 
And you yeah, you really do awesome TV to get your week started. And this fucking started off in the worst way possible. Bachelor Monday. Bachelor is the only thing to look forward to on Monday. Obviously, if you have a traditional job, Monday through Friday. Yep. Today is Tuesday. The Bachelor was so bad last night, it felt like Thursday at work. I'm like, no way yesterday could have been Tuesday, <laughs> or yesterday could have been Monday, because the episode of The Bachelor just didn't happen in my eyes. <laughs> the main thing that we saw in the coming up next on The Bachelor were, was Vanessa and Nick actually having an adult conversation for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think Vanessa is going to... De- Vanessa, I feel, was embarrassed on Hometowns, personally embarrassed. Um, little does she know that basically everyone else had an embarrassing hometown too, but I think she's going to demand that they iron this shit out. Like, have the adult conversation, actually get to know one another. She probably has a, she, they're in a hot tub, but she probably has a little notepad with a bunch of questions she needs answered <laughs> before they can proceed. Nick mentions to her, hey, I'm not traditional. Well, now he's drunk. You can tell in his eyes that he's drunk. I'm picking <laughs> up on his things. I'm not traditional. Again, probably should have been a night one thing to mention. <laughs> Whatever that means, it probably should have been a night one thing. Do you have anything else on this? It looks like it's going to be good, Rim. And we got Women Tell All. They're making up for it. Three hours of Bachelor? It's three hours. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. it's three hours. So there's definitely going to be a rose ceremony next week, and we're going to be down yes. to two. Yes. There will be. There's only one more episode after that. So we got two more episodes here, Rim. Whoa. Yeah. What's your attitude about the last couple? Are you looking forward to the end of the season, the climax of the season, for lack of a better word? But not lack of a better word. It just came to my mouth because of what we've been talking about tonight. Um, or are you, or do you just want this this season to be over? I kind of want this season. I don't want the Rose cast to be over because I love Rose cast nation. Yeah. That's what's making me kind of sad. It's like... Conflicted. I'm conflicted. I'm kind of feeling like, you know, when you go on vacation, like a long week long vacation from work and then like... Friday comes around and you're having and like your vacation's almost over and then you're gonna have to go back to work that's kind of what this feels like for me like yeah back to real life I'm still having fun right now but uh, you know it's coming the end is the coming end of Rosecast soon is coming soon at least I'm hoping one thing I'm starting to think about is maybe they announced this because they're already filming Rachel, I hope stuff. so. So you're saying Bachelorette will come sooner than it would have otherwise? I'm thinking like a May time frame, like May. Oh, that'd be fabulous. Yeah, that'd be fabulous. We might. Hey, we're gonna recap these last two episodes after this. No question about it. Yep. But we may have periodic, not weekly, but periodic episodes between the end of the Bachelor season and the beginning of the Bachelorette. We won't reveal what they'll be about, but we'll get. We might get stuff out there. We don't want. We don't want to pinch the hose. And then unleash it when Bachelor comes out. We'll keep, we'll keep a little dab and a little taste on your tongue of the, the chemistry and the Bachelor talk, all right? Okay, well, I guess we'll do picks. What do you, who do you think is going home next? I've been saying Rachel for five weeks. <laughs> so have I. Uh, and it's got to be her. Vanessa is my pick for going home. I just that's don't think it, I don't so see it stupid. There. I don't see anything. Even that's the, fine that you don't see On the coming up next, they seem to have a bad time with each other. He might pick her because he's scared of her. That might be yeah, what yeah. happens. I, I understand you don't see the connection. That's fine. There's no like other connections to speak of, so that's irrelevant. What matters is it, it has to be Rachel. She cannot make the final two. I will march on Washington if Rachel makes the <laughs> final two. <laughs> anyway, okay. Is that all you got? Do you have any off-screen stuff this week? Nope. What a bad week for The Bachelor. What a bad week. I hope we made you laugh about it, maybe. Maybe about Uncle Buck. Check out Uncle Buck. (laughs) I think it's available on VHS. 
But in the meantime, thanks for listening to the Roastcast. Promise next week will be better. We're only eight. Hey, we're only as good as the Roastcast is only as good as the worst Bachelor episode. You know what I mean? So if they don't give us anything, we can't give you anything. But we try our best anyway. Please subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review. I would love to return to the rankings. I'm at this point. I'm convinced that iTunes has it out for us. Yeah. They see us shining, and they're just like, nah, fuck just you hate. You're not. Yeah, they're just hating. They're mad. They're jealous. They're trying to keep us down. But you can overwhelm the, the first off, the vote's rigged. Just want to put that out there. Also, you, you can overwhelm the rigged process by the failing Apple iTunes and help us get back to the rankings by taking a minute to review and rate. If you haven't already, if you have already, we appreciate it. We love reading those. But uh, we'll leave some instructions in the episode description and again thanks for listening we love each and every one of you ttyl A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.